Stand-up comic joke it up one time. Fun day. Stand-up comic joke it up one time. Fun day. Fun day. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about sets. All right, welcome to Let's Talk About Sets. This is like a podcast about what's good about stand-up and <laughs> what's bad and like what's hard about it and like how like you do it and then like when you don't do it good so like, like, like i love your new character voice uh okay i'm talking i'm the host so <laughs> i'm like your host and whatever i'm jeff mcbride and this is matthew hoffheimer yeah those are the two names i don't use on stage <laughs> that's your original name my full name is matthew harrison hoffheimer oh that's hilarious yeah yeah it's just way too long also, I, I'm, I'm not a Matt. So our guest today <laughs> is. Oh, you didn't tell us the breakdown of who we are. You're you're like a nerd, and like no one enjoys you. <laughs> I'm like I'm like fun and fuckable. Yeah, and ready to please the listeners. Uh, <laughs> He's going through a breakup, so it's even more, more hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never find another. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> Let me deal with this correctly. Go fuck yourself. We're going to do this goddamn podcast. All right. Oh my God. That's the spark I needed. Our guest today is Gianmarco Ceresi. Gianmarco Ceresi. Can you say it right for me? Gianmarco Vincenzo. Crazy. <laughs> That's the full name. So you don't flip the R at the end. Everything else is like completely straight. <laughs> but like, but Sarice. Sarice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Jewish part of the name. Today is John Marco Sarice. <laughs> and today our theme is anger. Mm. Oh, I'm so happy to talk about it. Our first clip, we're going to get right into it, is by Bill Burr. Of course it is. <laughs> it's from his 2010 album, Let It Go. And the name of the track is Make My Sandwich. Classic. I, uh, I love this city, man. This is one of my favorite cities to come out to, man. I really do. I do. I like it. You know what? Now you got enough, there's enough weirdos here. They still got like a, you know, there's enough mom and pop sort of independent run stores. That's a big thing with me. Like when I go on the road, like I can't, you know, I can't do these, these chains anymore. You know, I just can't. You know how depressing it is to go to a town and see like another just horde of fat people stumbling out of like a cheesecake factory? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, they're horrific. Just pressing their face up against the glass. <laughs> Man, they put cookies in there! <laughs> Ways to get extra fat, you know? <laughs> you, know like, you know what I hate about these, these, these corporate chains? You, you, you go in there, you're paying for a business. They make you, like, do half the job now. 
I don't get it. Like I walk in, hey, let me get a uh, turkey sandwich, lettuce, tomato, and rye with mayonnaise. The guy behind the counter's like, all right, turkey sandwich, lettuce, tomato, and rye. Yeah, and, uh, and mayonnaise. Oh, the mayonnaise is, uh, it's right over there. Really? Why don't you, uh, fucking go over there? Put another sandwich. You get it? I'm on this side of the register. Guy who orders the sandwich, guy who fucking makes it. You get it? I'm sorry they fired the mayonnaise guy, but I'm not doing it. I just gave you 100% of the money to make 100% of the sandwich. This isn't like a relay race. You make half the sandwich, then you hand it off to me. I run over, I throw a pickle on it, frisbee it over to my mom. She sticks an olive with a toothpick in it. Do you recognize me? Because I don't fucking work here. Make the sandwich. I'm out. I'm out. I gave you the money. I'm out. It's over. That's the end, That's the end of my part. No, I asked the guy for a drink. He gave me a cup. I finally go, you know what? Let me just get this whole thing to go. And the guy's like, all right, the to-go lids, they're right over there. He just snapped the lid on top. I just wanted to grab this guy by his throat and get, where is it? Where is it? Where's Hill? The guy making me do all this extra shit. Where is it? Just jump my way up that corporate ladder until I get to that eyes wide shut party and everybody's sitting there getting blown. And I come, I just kick the door open. The second they see my angry face in that lid, I didn't have to explain myself. Just put it over somebody's face and just start. How big your fucking yacht gotta be? Oh, okay. All right. Ah, such a good bit. Yeah, uh, the best. All right. So I think I know the answer to this question, but John Marco, why did you pick the bit? Uh, I love it because it's he's he goes through all this anger, but you never feel like scared or anything it's just right. it's right. it's an impotent kind of anger <laughs> where you know he's just this frustration but he builds this amazing angry yeah. fantasy uh-huh. and it's like the thing of the guy i'm someone where like if i'm angry at someone i'll yell at them imaginary in my yeah, in my, yeah. if I'm alone, <laughs> You're my a comedian God. that's like he's our like, job hey, fuck you and and like seeing him do that but he just layers in all these punchlines so seamlessly. Oh, no. I mean, it's brilliantly yes. written. It's and the so dot brilliant. connecting he's doing, he's oh, like, yeah. he, he's like, it's like you put mayonnaise on my sandwich. It's the Illuminati's fault. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's like, yeah. That's like, I mean, it's true too. It's like it is based on like a corporate structure yeah, where yeah. they're like having less and less people to pay. But the way he escalates to that is he so keep, funny. Because that moment, like when you have that moment, it's like just fucking. It's I fucking I made I paid money. I don't want to fucking do this. And yeah. he like takes that energy. Yeah. He fucking hones and it focuses keeps that drive it and that normally is just it. you cursing uh, right. relentlessly. Right. 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 One thing that I think is like so important for the the this bit is that he starts out with, I it's depressing. Mm-hmm. To yeah. go to these places where, like, Cheesecake Factory, um, it, it, it starts out with depression, which yeah, yeah, yeah. is, you know, yeah. it's anger turned inward. Mm-hmm. He starts out with, I'm depressed over this overall situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the anger turns outward in the bit, from yeah. the bit to fury over a really tiny thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and I, so I like even there's a transition here from I'm depressed about the world at large. I'm I'm angry at me and everybody else for for becoming this mm-hmm. uh slaves this, to corporate chains yeah and just yeah accepting it and and just being a part of it and all that i'm angry at me i'm angry at everybody else it's i'm, I'm resigned to it to then 
it has it's the whole bit is fucking catharsis yeah it's him like finding the person well, responsible because that's, so yeah. that's the thing i mean you, we've experienced it on, on the trains every day where it's like you don't get mad at the the person who's working on the track but it's like who do i get angry at yeah to build that like uh-huh. i know i'm gonna get to that person uh-huh. that i'm allowed to be angry for at. sure yeah, yeah it's not this person and that's just amazing you just need a face to yell at yeah and he's finding that target and i think because it's an imaginary target right he can really let loose in a yeah. violent fantasy. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And he makes them, I also like one of these, he's so brilliant at this. He makes them deplorable. He makes them, yeah. their opulence and their distance from the rest of us. And he, there's nothing sympathetic about somebody getting blown at an eyes wide shut thing yeah, 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 on yeah, their yeah, giant yeah. yacht. There's nothing you like. I hate them already. And then for him to kick down the door, he's our everyman hero in yeah. that moment. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember mad I, about mayonnaise. <laughs> I remember hearing this in college and it was before I like, but I've waited tables like for four years, three years since that happened. So and since I've heard this bit, and I remember thinking like, "Oh, what was that bit?" And then I remembered this bit, and I was like, "I wonder if I'll listen to it the same when I yeah, hear it yeah, again because yeah. I've worked in food service." Sure, and I, sure. And there is like people that get really angry at small things, and technically that would be a dick thing to be like overly aggressive about if you have like ketchup and mayo on the table, and someone's like, "You put it on it," like, yeah. but. The way he verbalizes it, and uh-huh. he also kind of sets it in like a subway. Or yeah, something yeah, yeah. Like it's that. Not, yeah, yeah. It's not it, food service yeah, yeah. per se. So it's I was not like, the same. This holds up to people that work in food service. This is very a, a great articulation of the frustrations yeah. of corporate change. And I think I think what a lot of people don't know it, about about you is that you're the president of the food service industry. Yeah. Well, even like, don't work yeah. He was just, he, he <laughs> just got into office. So yes, don't yes. expect a lot, but there are <laughs> yeah. going to be some changes. We approve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's also interesting at the end of the, bit, these aren't the pickles. <laughs> <laughs> he, once he reaches the main guy at the top of the ladder, he yeah. just kind of devolves. And that's yeah. the end. It's kind of like I've right. reached the top of this anger uh-huh. ladder. There's no more jokes to be had. Right. Now I would right. just beat him up. That's right. So right. funny. But oh. it's like, it's that journey of what you do with the anger that's mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and that reference the eyes wide shut reference yeah it's funny because i've heard that used as a reference now mm-hmm. for like the weird the sex parties that like the elite of the united states and the world go to yeah but i think he is like the root con- that's the first time i've ever heard that as a reference sure and i've heard it referenced so much what do you mean as like a party that like the rich rich people have fuck parties uh-huh. with masks and yeah. cocaine. Yeah. It's like a turn of phrase to uh-huh. say like uh-huh. rich people fucking each other uh-huh. uh, party. Right. And instead of saying that, people say eyes wide shut party. Right. And so he he invented a, a way of saying something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh right right that that quick snap. Yeah. Of oh I know exactly what yeah. you're talking. You don't about. even have to seen the movie. Uh huh. Not everyone has seen that movie, yeah. but they get what it's you mm-hmm. know what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. It's a really good point, and and it's so fast. You immediately have that imagery, and you're there yeah, within yeah. eyes wide shut parties. Four, uh-huh. it's four words, and like, this plays ah. into something we decided to talk about, like in relation to anger and comedy, which is like this is getting angry at small things. Like yes, this is, uh, but, but it's both though. That's this yeah, is what I actually am really small. amazed at is yeah. is that it's it. So there's uh, in stand up, you can you. Um, it, to great effect, you can be angry at big things and you mm-hmm. can be angry at really small things. And there's different ways to do it and different ways to screw up doing it. Yeah. Right? And here he's angry at both um, to great effect. Yeah. I think like he's angry at he's uh, come on. 
Like you gotta yeah. like whatever. You you gotta put mayo on your sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And yet and yet when he ties it to anger at the overall greed, where like yeah. this giant chain can't make an entire sandwich for me, all of a sudden he, he's angry at corporate greed through this small annoyance. Yes. But he yes. also he builds the case for his anger. I mean that's yeah. what he does every step of the way. He's like Okay, you want me to do this? Well, I paid for the sandwich, and then you want me to do that, and uh-huh. now I'm angry at these people. 100- As opposed to the person going out there and being like, fuck corporate America. Yes. It's like building mm-hmm. up to why. 100% fuck corporate of the money to make 100% That's like the of the line. That's yes. like the line. That yes. It's like, I already gave you well, the money to make it. It also feels like that's, that's the first thought he was doing. It was like, I don't understand. I paid for the sandwich. He's yeah. giving me the sandwich. And that's like, that's yeah, yeah. Like he core does, thesis. He does start out with a thesis line, by the way. Once he gets past this, I'm depressed about uh, how America is this way yeah um he, his thesis line is I, I hate these places where you have to go and you do half the job yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. his thesis line and everything else stems from there and he and he clarified i think the clarity of the thesis comes with the 100 percent of the money and make 100 percent of the sandwich yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah right yeah um and then and then uh i oh god i think my favorite line in the whole thing is do you recognize me? Because I don't know. Because I don't fucking work here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. I also think I love the turn of like, where are they? Because it's a weird thing. And they're like, yeah. where are what? The fucking people that did this. Yeah, and that's, yeah, yeah. that's the big yes. like, Here, we're going to go yeah. somewhere new. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you think that he is able to dance the line between outrage and hilarity? Because if he was just furious about this, if he was just outraged at this and that's it then it wouldn't be very fun. But instead, it's super fun. So how does he dance that line? I think it's too... First, it's it's so incredibly dense with jokes, and it's he plays it off so well, but each line is a joke. And he has that silliness, like the imagery... Even his voice of, is silly. Yeah, he's going to pass mm. the sandwich to his mom, who's going to put an olive in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That lets you know, like, we're in a silly place. Right, he makes it a cartoon. Yeah. Burr is an interesting case because he's one of the only rage-fueled comedians who uh, everyone loves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard. Like, I've... I've seen rage in other comics come out as, you know, that happens all the time, but he's like rage fueled. And I think the biggest factor in him is not only just like his, uh, like, uh, ability as a ability comic. to write. It's something about, there's certain people that are funny when they're angry. I know there's people you intentionally like to yes. take off because they are funny when they're mad. Um, I just listened to Tom Segura talk about how he named his last special disgraceful because that's what his mother says about uh, the language he uses on stage. Uh And she's like from Columbia, I believe. And how he like lives to make her upset. Yeah. And how it's like he would Uh fart at the dinner table just for her to be like, it's like, and slam on the table. (laughs) And like, no. And like, it's like, I think he's one of those guys. It's Uh, just like, Oh, I love him going ballistic. No, I think you, it's an X fact really on. Yes, it is. I think you're onto something. Um, I have one of my, uh, one of my closest friends growing up in Montana. Mm -hmm. Um, he's now, he's like a internet sensation. You, uh, Twitch star. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 he's great. He's great. I 
have many times in our friendship of 20 plus years intentionally infuriated him because it's so fun to make him mad yeah. and he knows that people are doing it because it's fun and then it makes him even madder yes and then to the point where he'll like he'll like cut off for a while he'll be like i know why you're doing this fuck you god damn <laughs> yeah. really upsetting and i'm like i know it's so great you're so mad and know, like yeah so and i've learned you know i've grown up and been like oh well, i can't do that as yeah i'll yeah, yeah, lose yeah. a friend there are <laughs> sure. just certain people that yeah well i think well, Bill Burr always talks about having anger issues. Like, I'd love to see, like, just starting out Bill Burr because I just uh-huh. imagine it's a lot of anger. Oh, but man. I also think there's a thing where, and like— he was trying it, to be nice at that time, too. Yeah. He was trying to be Brian Regan at the time. Oh, was he? Which is even, uh, like, more—just <laughs> talking to him off stage must have been a nightmare. But I think, like, part of—like, I imagine Bill Burr is an angry guy or at least has struggled with anger. And yeah. I think part of—if you have that anger and you're a comedian, you learn how to make your anger palatable in the real world. I yes. mean, you learn how to be angry with someone without scaring them yeah. in mm-hmm. a way that it's yeah. internal or you make clear that it's— you're not going to hit someone in a second. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that skill that you develop just dealing with people and showing them your anger in a way where they feel safe ultimately yeah. cultivates that for the stage. Yes. That's critical. I think that's one of the great paradoxes of stand-up. This is a straight from Dave Chappelle, but what it, he says, what is comedy but the resolution of paradox mm-hmm. and uh oh, that's a great it, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's perfect just casual. Like, yeah, yeah just i just a, had a thought yeah, yeah. incredibly articulate. i know dude if he was jesus christ i wouldn't be surprised you're <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so smart and like amazing i just love the idea he's like in a bathroom like thinking like, i think i gotta say something smart right now he's like, writing it down comedy is the and then he yeah. thinks it yeah. yeah instead it's just like that's how his brain works all the time and he dumbs it down for us yeah. so we yeah. can laugh <laughs> he said that i think this is one of those cases where we have to as on stage make everything okay mm-hmm. things that are very not okay we talk about all kinds of horrible things right murder mayhem death war rape whatever we talk about all these horrible things and we for a moment make it feel okay and so that everyone can laugh Mm -hmm. because if we don't no one laughs it's what serious right yeah and so the paradox here is between anger which is a is a way of of expressing things are wrong and they fucking have to change yeah and what our job it's all okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't worry. It's okay. Yippity dippity skippity. So like to be able to do those two things at once, to express that feeling of anger yeah. and at the same time make okay. I think that's, that's, that's the, that's the, one of the major challenges of, of, of sure. being a comedian. And when you, when you're just angry about something, and you haven't found a way to be joyful about yeah. that anger yet, then you slip and fall into, ooh, this guy's just mad. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, it keeps coming to mind, you know, Alex Jones, the InfoWars guy. Yeah. He's just someone who comes to mind where it's like, clearly his, his platform thrives on this anger. And right. it's not funny. No. But like, it clearly clicks into something. So yes. like comedy, yeah. the anger clicks in with people and the comedy gives them that resolution within it. Alex ah. Jones just kind of feeds it to you. And then you're just sitting there fucking angry and you go to the, the fucking protest and you're just angry at everyone. Yeah. And I, you give money and do something. You have to now do something with it. The comedian has to resolve it for you. It's a really interesting point that there's um, almost a denouement with, yeah. uh, with, with, with anger and comedy. That yeah. there has to be a resolution and that resolution is... It's all okay. We can laugh now. It's him beating yeah. up this guy at the corporate. If he just ended with like these fucking places, they're fucking ridiculous. Then you kind of sing like, 
Yeah, yeah I, we should. Should we? Should we do something? Can we sign something? As opposed to like, yeah. and he, well, here's how I dealt with it in my imagination. We go, okay, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> oh, I wish that. Was <laughs> so he gives you that resolution. I wonder if that's why. If that's why satire, ang- furious satire like The Daily Show and so on, ends up not being all that motivating for people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And why, like John Stewart would say, who's a very angry. I, I would say, oh is yeah, a pretty yeah. angry comedian. He said that's why he's just like sort. He got. He, I heard him say he was like relatively fed up. He's just like it's like, he's like look, comedy isn't going to change things really. He goes, it's it's basically like a fart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not the big gale force wind that pushes people. It might be the last thing that tips people over the edge, but it's not the thing that actually motivates people. That's activism on the ground. Yeah, and usually activism is unresolved anger. Things yes. have to change. Yeah. yeah, nobody makes you feel okay about it, so you do something. But I think they eventually they moved into that place where they got so upset. I mean, it's the same thing Jimmy Kimmel does. I think John. Oliver, I mean, not John Oliver. John Stewart did it too, where he would sometimes just get angry about something there was. No no resolution. Uh, I think because he got so frustrated right. sometimes. Yeah. Like when there was a shooting or something, you know, there's kind of like, a, I don't want to resolve this for right. You. right. And then it's a weird right. thing where then it's like, oh, I, I don't know if we're watching, I don't think we're watching comedy right now. We just uh, like this guy and uh-huh. he's going to try to use yeah. the fact that we like him to move us. I, it's tough because it's comedy. It's a comedy show at the end of the day. That's what I've heard is the biggest criticism. And I don't really watch it anymore because I actually kind of felt this early mm-hmm. uh, with Samantha B's show. Yeah. Is that a lot of people are like, well, now you're just angry. Like it was one thing when it was like closing in on election day and we're like, we're going to, uh, you know, elect a monster. Yeah. Like get angry. Stop this from happening. But it's just every fucking episode is the same. Like it's not really jokes. It's just there's no resolution. There's no calming down. And I've seen a lot of people just turn off Samantha B yeah. because they're like, it's not going anywhere. It's just the rage. It's mm-hmm. just liberal Alex Jones with like tags. Yeah, it's like you know what I mean. But I think it's hard. I mean, I think they're all struggling with it because it's, yeah. another part is like, yeah, you should be yeah. angry, but it's a comedy show, so I think that's why they're all struggling. To go back to like what stand-up does, yeah, there may be this line, another line here between potent rage and impotent rage, mm-hmm. right? There's something really, really fucking funny about impotent rage. Yeah, yeah. like it's so funny to see somebody so angry. Over either something they shouldn't really be angry about uh, or something that they their anger does nothing uh, to affect. They're just mad. They're like a wasp stuck in an empty car. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, And so whereas like potent rage is like. Yeah, I don't feel safe now if you're on the wrong end of it. Sure. Well, I think that's the thing. Who just passed away? I feel horrible. Whether the the political comedian. Uh, Crimmins. Crimmins. Uh, Barry Crimmins. Barry Crimmins. I think sometimes those really good political comedians that never made it big, part of it is they have a lot of that rage and they don't have a resolution because they're they're talking about things that are currently happening. And why political comedy is not – that kind of political comedy is not for everybody Uh is because for some people they just get really unsettled by it and they don't get what they need. We can appreciate because we're like, wow, you're you're bringing humor to this serious thing. We're okay without the resolution sometimes because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're used to getting the resolution all the time. But I think some people go and see them. They go like – they leave feeling bad. And they go, that's not the Friday night I had in mind. Yeah, I wanted to be free from concern. I wanted to be entertained. And what I got in Instead was I feel like I just watched it in a documentary. Uh, like That's I, a lot of political stuff. Yeah. It's like I think the the real shit political stuff. It doesn't have a resolution because it's going on right 
now. Right. So you can't have the fantasy of I'm going to do this thing. Uh huh. I've noticed that this is also something that happens in the real world with anger and like where the line is between you're angry in a way that that resonates with everyone and you, you carry them with you on this like tirade. And when it's just what you said, impotent, impotent, impotent anger, rage, where it's just like a wasp in a car with no one in it. Yeah. I saw yesterday, you know, there's those moments when someone's mad on the subway or on in traffic yeah. and you, and they're yelling something, but it's correct. Like maybe it's a guy that just decides to speak up. It's like, get this fucking train moving. This woman's got to use the bathroom. This fucking yeah. kid that we're fucking smut. And everyone's like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. And he has the audience of society. Uh-huh. Then I saw impotent rage last night, right after we left each other, we left the Creek in the cave. And I was walking down the street, and there were these two girls. They seemed, like, really sweet. They, I guess they went on a, a dinner or drinks together. They were, like, friends. And they were just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, like, what? And then she did this, aha. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, well, um, have a great night. I hope you get home safe. Like, and then the other one's like, yeah, you too. They just seemed like two pleasant people having a pleasant evening. Then a guy for this big, fat, it's always a motherfucking fat guy, um, a big, <laughs> fat, gross dude behind them with his other drunk fat friends was like ha ha yeah ladies ha ha yeah lady like yeah you have a good time you have a good like just like uh, and it, it was like what are you upset that they have joy in their life is that like he lost society on that one like everyone that yeah, saw yeah. him was like you're a fucking crazy person this wait, is wait, an wait. actual good anger wait, wait he was the way you said that made it sound like he was just leering but you're saying he was upset it's well, it was like the root cause of him condescending that they're having a joyful evening together. Oh, it's just like that is rage. He wasn't trying to get in on the joy. No, he was, he was trying uh, to oh, having it, fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. It was so he's like, and the and the girls were like, uh, all right, dude. And then they just kind of like, were, what was that? And, and I was like, what was that? Like it was like we gave like a knowing glance of like these guys are fucking out of their minds. Yeah, and I was like, how. What, like that is when you lose an audience, but that's also when you like just as a people when you lose your friends and you're that. I bet that guy has very limited friends. <laughs> if he can't get, if he can't handle, whenever you're having fun, he's like, "Oh, you having a good time? <laughs> yeah, not with me. You're talking ridiculous. <laughs> not on my watch." So I think, and I think that's why. Um, and I, I, I think, I think a lot of what comedy is is like trying to bring like our interactions with each other just as a civilization like into a a palatable small scenario isolated incident version of that Mm -hmm. like we're like when a comic loses an audience it's for the same reasons that those two guys lost their ability to love (laughs) you know what i mean it's like they they have something that's firing them up and it's only firing them up and it's probably an internal issue. That's why like when comics are like, you know, when these people do this and then yeah, the crowd's yeah, yeah. like, I don't know when that happens. And it's like, <laughs> oh, it's cause no, people are having a fun and you're like, you're having a good time. Yeah. Fuck you. But I think like that's, and that's what obviously with Bill Burr with this bit, it's yeah. like, I'm sure lots of people in the crowd went, yeah, fucking hate that shit. Like right. I, when I heard that yeah. bit, I think about when I have to make the iced coffee at there's some place where you have to go make the entire iced coffee. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, why? Yeah. I have shit in my hands. And so it, when you're able to say something <laughs> where people in the audience go like, 
Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah that has made me mad. Right. Because yeah. that's the other right. part of it where you're like, it's not just that this person's angry, but that you're like, yeah, I've been angry about that too. I'm glad that you're angry about it. Yeah. And we're all family. Right, right, right. There's a, that, that shared, there's a laughter of recognition when you express and you articulate the irritation that we've all experienced mm-hmm. or the annoyance or anger or whatever you want to call it, yeah. you express that negative emotion in a way that's still safe. Then all of a sudden, all of us go, ha ha, I recognize that. Yes, I do yeah. that. And then we share it for a moment, mm-hmm. but in a way that's not, you're not a mob. You're all, everybody's laughing it off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In a way. And that's, I mean, some of it is, is again, like I do, I do something about the presidential fitness challenge. You remember that? That it was, yeah. did you ever do that? No. Oh, it was, it was a, like a government mandated test in school that you had to like do pull ups and crunches, and it was horrible. It was degrading. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the it's rope just one of those things thing. that like I think when I do it, people go like, "Oh yeah, I should have been angry about that." And it was yeah. so long ago; it's it's no longer around. Yeah. But it's like that thing of like, yeah, that was bullshit, and yeah, that's yeah. so fun, right? And yeah. And then yeah. you get to be that vessel for them to express what they're like. Yeah, that was that should have been infuriating. That is funny. Nostalgia anger. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Why weren't we like, uh, I know this isn't anger, but the speak and spell Dane Cook bit is like, why did we get that? That didn't actually help. That made us that sounded like a demon. Why did you give that to me as a child? And then when it's there, because you're talking about something that's gone, you can really have fun because you're like, yeah, "Yeah, that was infuriating and no one, it's already resolved because it's in the past. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, it's okay because now of a different reason you can make things okay by just simply expressing joy while you're doing it yeah uh, you can also make things things can be okay because there's just distance yeah there's nothing we can do about it it's over it's done you have objective distance together yeah. that's why like um some of my some of my funniest bits are me telling stories about when I've lost my temper and done something really crazy, yeah. which was not funny at the time, but now it's super funny because everything's okay, mm-hmm. right? But they, but people uh, like. It's 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 that act of making not okay okay yeah. that sparks the 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 laugh that, that is makes the laughter response go from serious to not serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, which sounds dumb, but like, <laughs> but like that's the involuntary laughter response. Like all of a sudden recognizing that whatever was a violation is not is not one, and so and distance in time can do that. Mm-hmm. I think like <laughs> like maybe at the time if you're although on the other hand like. A kid losing it over the fitness challenge would be funny now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be funny. But again, because it's like, what, what would they do? They're this impotent. is ridiculous. <laughs> I should have to do this. <laughs> Walk it out. You're like, like a kid furious at their overweight gym teacher. You do pull-ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, God, that would be a cool kid. <laughs> that would be Bill Burr as a child. Yeah, right? Oh, Why God. don't you do that? You're fucking fat. <laughs> I want to talk about um, how anger is expressed on stage, how it's expressed well, how it's not expressed well. I have had times where I've lost my temper on stage, mm-hmm. and it is not good. It's hot. Though. Is it just it's hecklers? Hot. We're just talking like just audience stuff. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's been um, hecklers. Although I think that the times I've lost my temper on stage 
all were times where I had a beer or two. Mm. I, which is one of the, one of the many, I don't really drink anyway, but like now I never drink before I go on stage. I remember one time really early on, this comedian was talking in the front row. He'd just gone on stage and he's talking to all his friends and he's right in the front row. And it's at this show I've been preparing for, for a month. And, and he's talking, it's my turn. And I, and I lose it on him because I wait and hope he's going to be quiet. And then I catch myself halfway through yelling because the whole place is silent and they're just staring at me. I've lost it. And I'm being like, what the fuck? You couldn't wait a fucking five minutes. Like, and then I, then I go, I, I go, oh, oh, wait. Oh, this is uh, this is what an angry Jew looks like, everybody. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? I always remember uh, one of the Dane Cook albums way back where he's like, "We'll kick Shut you out. We're seriously going to kick you the Shut fuck out." Yeah. And then he ends up like, "It feels like mommy and daddy oh, went through oh, a divorce yeah. or something." Yeah, and yeah. he says it because it really. Daddy hit mommy at the dinner table. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Everything's fine. Mommy's yeah, fine. Everything's good. Everything's fine. And like you gotta have that. Yep. Save your life. Yeah. That was a. That was like a moment. I remember listening like, to this, that album and being like, before he says that, being like, "Wow, this. Is a, why would you keep this in the album?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, that's a it's hilarious riff. It's so good. You see him with the heckler after, like, "Thanks, man. I really wanted to drop that line." Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A total yeah. plant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh god. Yeah. So if you lose your temper, it's so interesting. The audience knows. Yes. They know when it spills over from controlled, shaped, intelligently focused anger, like all, this entire Bill Burr bit, yeah. to this is uncontrolled <laughs> rage, and now we are all in a very uncomfortable emotional space. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? It's the same emotion, but, it, but the way it's expressed is different. But what about, we, we, I've, yeah, I've talked about Bill Burr, the Philadelphia thing, where it's, he's bombing and he just yells at them for 15 minutes. Because that's an example. Like, it's still funny. And he's yelling at them. Yeah. But it's absurd, I guess. Yeah. It's so. It's, it's, it, but he's not like, he's, it's, it's so, obs- I think it's the absurdity that makes it okay. Yeah. Because he's just like, he's, it's, it's like, fuck your mother, blah, 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 blah. It's all this like ridiculous stuff about them as a town and them as a people and all this stuff. And, and the fact that he's just continuing to go in their face, no matter what, um, and the fearlessness involved with it. And there's still a joy. In there's this. joy. I, we were- still had joy. He's like, I'm going to have fun making you upset yeah. as opposed to I'm upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, see the difference? Like he's still he's still doing the emotional lifting, as yeah. opposed to now everybody in this room has to do the emotional lifting because I've lost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you've you've talked about the the, the Michael Richards thing on yeah. here, and mm-hmm. it's just like other than what he was saying, he also was just this kind of rage that was scary. Right. Yeah. It was, and you could right. just hear it in just the tone of the voice. Where it was yeah. just like you're scary right now. Like uh-huh. you seem like you could go punch someone right now again it's 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 because it's just like it's not all of a sudden it it spills over into genuine aggression and malice and i think that may be the key key difference Mm. is when you get angry enough you mean harm to other people but with with that controlled rage you don't actually mean harm to anybody you're mad but you don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. And, and I you think just want that, to vent. And I wonder if that's the thing that people pick up on yeah. is they go, this is this. There's no malice here. It's yeah. just joy. He's an angry dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 
Or like even with that Dane Cook thing, like I, th- I bet you he was very pissed off, and that line gives you the illusion of like, hey, that was a that was a thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind yeah. of like this almost pretending, and I think it's an illusion, but yeah. it's like pretending like, yeah, that was angry me. But it's that also was a- him telling himself to feel better. Yes, he. Yeah. I think it's him being like, I know that himself. was weird. Let's let's get back in a good place because we were in a happy place. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. He soothed himself. You know I mean? He acknowledged that it went a little bit too far, yeah. and then he made it okay and brought it back to a safe place. Yeah, yeah. Whereas and quickly, as opposed to like being like, well, oh, fuck yeah. Whereas mm. what Michael Richards did yeah. is he didn't own it, and he aside from what he, he, he said, he yeah, yeah, yeah. tried to con the audience into it was their fault and it was their prejudices. That, see these it, words, it, yeah. 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 And what if he tried that Dane Cook? He was like, oh, that's like if Daddy yelled at Black Mommy at the dinner table. <laughs> well, that would be a hilarious joke. I'd be like, how'd you come is up it, with that? This rage you like, oh, if he had the perfect one liner after it. We'd yeah, all be yeah. like, ah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. What a cool bit. Oh, man. The last thing I want to talk about before we do Kinnison is just a- anger as the genesis of material. Uh-huh. So not just performance, but so much of humor, so much of so many jokes start from I'm mad about this. Yeah. I'm yeah. irritated at this. Yeah. They start with a negative opinion about something. When you guys are writing material yeah. um, and it's coming from a place of like, I'm sick of this. I don't like this. This was irritating. This thing pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? What's that that process for you? Like, uh, what, it, what? how does it filter through? I think it's like uh, you, you the, the thing comes up that you're angry about and then you're like, is are there points to be made here? Is this legitimate? Is this a legitimate anger? And then mm-hmm. can you just expand on well, why? Your feelings are always valid. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, you just find if there's an articulation of it that that emerges. Like, I'm one of those. I have anger issues. That's very much like if the printer gets stuck or if the train's slow, I will just yell out, "Fuck, motherfucker, God, fuck this cocksucker bullshit!" Really? Like, on the train all the time. And one time, I haven't. I was going to therapy, and the street was closed down for some reason, so I couldn't go unless I proved that I lived on the street. Oh. And like the cop told me, I just turned. I was like, "God, fuck." Motherfucker, piece of shit. How the fuck do I do this? And I turned to my left, and my therapist was right there. Ah! Uh, I, was like, oh, I guess I know what we're talking about. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it's like I have those moments, and then it's and then it's kind of like, oh, do I have points here to make? Is this a reasonable yeah. anger? Mm-hmm. You know, with a the printer, there's only so much you can do other than like, how does a printer not work? We go to the moon, and printers don't work. Yeah. And this is not a lot there. Yeah. 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 But I think like if you find that thing that's particularly relatable. I think anger is kind of like the reason, you know, so many people have sex material is we all we're all fucking mm-hmm. and we all kind of have a, a, a number of things that we're dealing with. So, you know, it's going to yeah. resonate. And if you find the thing that people are all angry about in their own way, and they may mm-hmm. not have been even able to articulate it. Yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why, you know, we all I have so many you know, I have times where the, the train's not working and I'm like, what's the funny tweet here? But everyone's mad about the subway all the fucking time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the, the thing that you're going to say that's amusing about it that isn't most people people's reactions fuck the mta god fuck this shit i got places to go and yeah. it's like there's no joke there yeah right right i right. saw i saw someone tweet out if you're the kind of person that complains about the mta on twitter you are the mta of people and <sighs> it was really great <laughs> I, I just loved it but i think how does it what how does it filter through for you when you're angry about something oh um a lot of times it's people i find people like uh uh, trying to be seen frustrates me. Um, I, a lot of what mean? I write about is like, like um, 
we're just like accepting that people like like women in Brooklyn just like call themselves pixies, and that we're just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, no, it's just you name. Oh, you meant to describe yourself as a person, but instead you just named a fantasy creature, mm-hmm. and you're just like considering that something that I should know. That's in, that infuriates you. That infi- I hate white people giving themselves more characteristics, uh, interesting characteristics than they actually have. I, hate that. Like- I also hate white people making themselves like you've you've noticed this. I have a lot of material. It's like. I'm Jewish. That's not a thing, though. That's not a. There's. There's no. I have. We're not an oppressed people. People like it's like about Jewish people calling pulling like a J card basically, and how it's like nope. If you're white in this country and you aren't in the LGBTQ community, your life has been fine. Your life is good comparatively to everything else, and that's usually where most of my material comes from. That's the place it's coming from. Uh, and I fucking hate is, is when it, white people pretend that there's an issue that's bigger. Or, like, like I hate when white people just put black people getting shot by the cops, being victims of, like, mass incarceration on the back burner uh-huh. and just putting everything that could affect a white person first. Like, the transphobia stuff. For, so I have, like, shit about being a trans ally, how it's, like, bullshit. Because, like, I'm like, why don't you give a fuck that people are getting murdered and enslaved, Uh like, all the time? And instead, it's, like, because your friend Lisa that you work with, who you had no part in her transition, you want to seem cool to her. Uh That's, like, what you're... Uh, Like, I hate uh, people playing an identity activist that aren't actually doing it. People call themselves allies just because they don't actively hate or oppress That's what The joke is that you call yourself an ally, but you haven't been with that person during the turmoil so yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. an a- you're not allowed to be an ally if you only ally after they've won the war yeah that's yeah, just yeah. being belgium that's the joke yeah yeah yeah. Um, so okay got yeah so so for you it filters through like um you go oh um i see you do you behaving in a way that is um i think you're full of shit self-serving and yet you're trying to show that you're you're that it's not it really comes from this one moment i was uh it was right after trayvon martin got killed and me and my friend sammy we decided to go to the rally at union square but we like hit like a massive train delay so we got there late so we were like oh shit where where is everyone i guess they've already left and we saw some people picket picketing with blood on their hands and we walked over and it was vegans picketing that fish just because they don't have nerve endings, are still a species. I'm like, why do you have blood on your hands right now? First of all, I don't even think all fish really bleed very much, so that's a, a gap in your logic. But also, like, this is, like, a really fucked up time right now, and you're, like, you're basically appropriating the murder of a child with, like, people shouldn't be pescatarian. Like you, it's it it drives me up a fucking wall. Yeah, uh, I'm getting angry right now. <laughs> oh, wow. This is you angry. <laughs> yeah, this is me angry. Yeah. It drives me so fucking crazy. That that post about Chappelle that I made that I got in that argument with another. We've talked about this on previous episodes. It makes me so crazy because the person that that like comment because the post. But how was, does it filter through? I know what you're mad about. Yeah, yeah. How does it filter? Oh through? wait, what are the things that it hits before it's comedy? But yeah, like how does it? I lighten it up. I put a put a little smile on it. I usually take it outside. I oh, man, what were we, who are we talking about this with? We're talking about someone. 
Um, oh, uh, this episode, yeah, Cyrus McQueen's episode will have been released by the time we uh, share this. We talked about characters and how with characters you can make things more on the nose than they were. You uh, can literally describe your issue as that character and they can just say everything. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like basically that a lot of my writing process is just saying something and I'm, I'm like, oh, that's the bit. Mm-hmm. Write it down. And usually what it is is I, I say something kind of like silly in relation to something that makes me mad or sad. But I've had enough time with it that it's just a part of my identity to feel that way. And I'm not enraged by it at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that's just what life is. And so I, I throw it away. Ah. And then I'm like, that's the line. So 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 uh, being maybe, indifferent to the anger. Yeah. You have objective distance mm-hmm. from yeah. the thing that you're angry about. And yeah. then that lets you bring it on stage as something sort of silly or joyful, even though the genesis of it is genuine outrage. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. Right. So as opposed to uh, as opposed to, I'm going to get on stage and be angry at everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's I, I can't do that. I'm, I, my person, my persona doesn't allow for that. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's let's play a counterexample to that. Mm-hmm. Let's play Kinnison. <laughs> Kinnison. <laughs> yeah, because Kinnison, I don't think Kinnison does that. Uh, Sam Kinnison, um, or maybe he does. Yeah. Well, Should we play. say our thoughts on Kinnison before playing this clip? Like, let's just, just play the clip. Okay. So this is uh, Sam Kinnison. It's about world hunger. Uh, uh, and it's on off his first Letterman appearance, and I think it was in 1985. Yeah. I'm trying to help. I do the best I can, folks. I swear I do. I do the best I can. Like this world hunger thing, I'm really involved with it. I'm just like you. I see the same commercials as little kids out there, you know, hungry. I watch this on TV, and I'm home. I'm going, God, you know, how sad. How cruel. Because I know the film crew could give this kid a sandwich. <laughs> Come on, you know there's a director five feet away going, Don't feed him yet! (laughs) (laughs) He is on top get that sandwich out of here! Okay, how's you back in the mud hole, all right? We're losing daylight, we are losing daylight! (laughs) It's true. But I'm not trying to make fun of world hunger. If you want to do something about world hunger, uh, I think I have an answer. I think that uh, a lot of people are adopting this attitude. You want to do something about world hunger? Stop sending them food. I mean, it's network television. I'll be the first. Look right here. Zoom in. Stop sending them food. Right? <laughs> Don't send them any more food. You want to help these people? Send them U-Hauls. Send them boxes, you know, some luggage. Send them a guy there who goes, hey. <laughs> hey, you know, we just drove 750 miles across the desert with your food, and it occurred to us that there wouldn't be world hunger if you people would live where the food is! <laughs> you live in a desert! <laughs> you understand that? You live in a desert! Nothing grows there! Nothing's gonna grow there! He's dancing at this point. Hey, he's like walking off to go. I, I, I will say, I think the reason that desert bit doesn't pop in the same way is that we have more of an understanding of 
these places have food. Like this was a this is when like it yeah. very much was presented as those people were living in a desert, yeah. as opposed to like no, these are actual towns and places, and they have food. They're just stricken by poverty. So because we yeah. know the more the nuances, first one it did pop. work because that one is good. Lie, I've I've heard that ripped. Uh, there's a um I forget. Uh, oh, Louis does it about um uh like oh these these cats and dogs have been abused. It's like. Are you abusing the dogs? Because you seem to be there, yeah. like filming them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that there's like a very like pull yourself up by your own bootstraps kind of ending to that bit that I was just I lost me. Yeah, yeah lost yeah, me yeah. too. I was just like it's so much de- deeper and harder and more fucked up than that. Yeah, you can just leave. I I think um, it's like when someone tells a homeless person to get a job. Yeah. So the I I like the the first joke he does, which is um the um uh couldn't the film crew give the kid a sandwich and then he paints that picture of them being more obsessed with getting the right lighting mm-hmm. than and like no don't can't feed them yet don't do it yet that to me is like ex, an expression of outrage at like that uh, that that I th- I think is like really genuine yeah, the yeah, next yeah. thing he does it's almost it's weirdly enough, it's like pandery in a way, like mm. I, in, at the like, time, like a right wing pandery. Almost. Yeah, it's just like a, like get out of there. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like oh, it's not that easy. Where, where are they going to go? Yeah, yeah are they yeah. going to move into your house? Like that's that's all the thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is so insane. He's, he's screaming um, with rage. That's not. I don't. It doesn't seem like it's real rage either. No. Like it, well, that's. I think that's what I think. It's I canned. struggle with with him is like. First of all, that becomes like musically. It's just like the same song over and over again. Mm. But it it is that. There's a contemporary comedian. I want to say where it's just like you. You feel like oh, this has become your gimmick anger. Like there was a time when he was on stage and he just like couldn't. Get out the words. And now it's like so much of a, oh, every bit he's going to get to that moment. He goes, what? And it's no longer, I feel it from an acting perspective. It's just like. Yeah, it's a theatric trick. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Kinnison, it was a time when like no one yelled. You know, every comic was cool. Yeah. Or like smooth. And so like it was new. But when I hear it now, it's just like, oh, brother, I. Yeah. I don't buy. And there's it. not enough substance to what you're saying. Yeah. You're yelling something that someone yells at a Trump rally, <laughs> and especially you know where Basically. they're like the first part. It's very clear who he's he's punching uh, up. Yeah, very clearly. And then the second We're losing is daylight not quite is clear. A great, line. but the second is like kind of punching down, and with that kind of rage, it's just like okay. Yeah. And I was thinking about like how could you fix that joke now to make that work now? And I was like, oh. He's, he was halfway there where he's like, you want to help these people, send them U-Hauls, send them boxes, help them move. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like get off your ass and help them move. Like yeah, yeah. they don't, if, if it, yeah, put it, it on the people that were yeah, sending yeah. them food. We're sending them food. There's empty trucks of empty. Oh, they, you yeah. sent the food there. Let the people get in the trucks and let them come back. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like that, that there could be the fix for the joke where you mm-hmm. put the sure. honest on the people who have the power to actually sure. affect change as opposed to blaming the people for where they're born, <laughs> like, which is like, it's like, well, 
uh, I get what you're trying to do. Yeah, Third, yeah, yeah. well, Dane has that bit. I forget which album it's on about how it's like it shouldn't be. It's always like a like hello, the the guy that's like feed the children guys, like a bearded, very like Santa Clausy looking dude that's very sweet, it's like for just a couple of nickels. But then it's like it should be a dude in like scruff with like a leather yes. jacket, and be like, what are you gonna do to help these fucking kids? And it's just like this aggressive like attack on the viewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that. It's like that. It's basically your your fixing of the Kinnison vet. Right. <laughs> it's really really funny. But uh, yeah, I just there's something. I don't know. That just seems like he had a trick that he would play. Yeah. I, I just think there's more we've because anger is just more around, we hear the fakeness of it, but back then like yeah. to have a comic screaming at you was just in such a novelty. Right. It, it was yeah. taboo yeah. in and of itself. Yeah. It, yeah. He was like it was like this is okay. He's screaming. He's a comedian. Yeah. Uh, he's yelling and screaming at us. Oh, my God. This is yeah. nuts. And when yeah. you see the recovery again, when you see he's so easily able to just go there and then he's back here. Like yeah. by the 10th time, you're like, oh, okay. I don't I'm, – I'm not on any ride with you because I know this is all just so controlled. I love mm-hmm. when people throw away their gimmicks. That's like a big step. And I don't – I don't know if Kinnison's working up, but it's like I don't think he – I think he had enough problems in his life, like off stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he didn't really change up, like, the reason why he's not... Like, he had this interesting factor to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's a fucking former preacher, turned yeah. stand-up comedian. That's really interesting. And that goes back to the Alex Jones thing, where it's like, I think it's... You come from a place where that anger as a preacher... It's the thing where you're not resolving it. You're getting people angry, so then they go give money. Yeah. And then he transformed it into comedy. Come on. Let's talk about sex. Gianmarco Ceresi is a comic. He's an actor. He's a playwright. Whoa. But um, he, the thing he likes to brag about the most oh, is, is General Electric commercials. Uh, <laughs> That's not how I wrote it. <laughs> Wait, what? You're in a uh, GE commercial? Yeah, I was... The line I said really is, I worry that the first line of my obituary will read, guy from all those general... He's already numbers. writing his long obituary. I've been how proud he is. Which ones are they? Uh, it's been a while ago. This is such a sad game when I describe it, and then you go like, I don't know it. But it's with Hammer. It's about like my father asking me if I can pick up a Hammer. It's uh, He's actually a famous comic, too. Um, like an old school comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, oh, I want to. Great, you got your father in a commercial. Some, that's yeah. as well, father son commercial team. Of course, <laughs> that serious. is yeah. pretty. Fu- the there was a one time I saw a clip of a comic get brought up sta- on stage on the Laugh Factory. He's like, "This is a great comic." He's also in my favorite Olive Garden commercials. And then the guy came on stage and was like, "I'm the guy that's like, you do the math. I'm doing the Alfredo." <laughs> and oh, I was like, yeah. "I didn't remember that." It's so funny. That so, John uh, Marco is from DC, Maryland. Maryland. He's <laughs> Maryland is what that means. <laughs> Bethesda. Uh, Potomac. Very close. Potomac, he nice. recently headlined Caroline's at Broadway, which is a big deal in our world. That's awesome, man. Thank you. It was part of their breakout artist comedy series. And you, you perform all over the place, man. You're like yeah. uh, one of the biggest places right now that you or you spend most of your time right now is the pit, right? A lot at the pit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the people build it up. People's stand-up. Improv Theater here in right in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a place 
place. It's a lot of improv. But Three yeah. great theaters. Mm-hmm. It's just they're very friendly to producing shows. Your own mm-hmm. shows yeah. there, and we've been kind fun of place in, to hang out to. Yeah, great yeah. Good bar. bar. Yeah. And so we've been building a weekly kind of stand-up show. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I'm hoping. Who's your other producer? Keep he's building a great Jay guy. Schmidt. Yeah, he's funny. Um, yeah. and it's yeah, been going great. We got Roy Wood recently. Dude, your lineup has been amazing lately. So cool. And we both had a great time on your show. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. It was super fun. Super fun. Also, you're an actor, right? Mm, Yeah. That's why I went to college. I went to college for musical theater. Mm -hmm. Um, You're the worst. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You escaped, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I still do it, but I think it's just like it was clear. I think it was one of these things The the like lifestyle standup was just not mine. So I like uh-huh. went to, you know, I did two bad open mics mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I don't like open mics. You know, however people start comedy, they're like, oh, I don't just, I don't like them. They're just yeah. dark. And you're then like, you're not fucking supposed to like them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you don't know when you're in a bubble of your own. So yeah. I just did it very passively. Um, and then like just the way that I approach acting, I was never someone who's like, I want to bring that character to life. It was always about me and me me expressing myself through the character and yeah. I think because at the end of the day i like talking as myself i feel and yeah, like I so then it went to storytelling and then i have a play coming up uh that that someone saw a reading of there's a lot of stand-up in it and she was like you should you should be doing this mm-hmm. and so like starting last january literally i was just not this 2017 january i was like Switched it all, yeah. Wow. And so now, cool. and now you pretend to be a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. An empty vessel, yeah. And <laughs> even less money somehow. <laughs> Incredible. I'm, I'm sometimes envious of the acting background comedians, and sometimes mm-hmm. uh, the reverse. I'm just like, I'm glad I don't have that background. Yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. And and the the envy comes from like, I'll see you guys can just like. You can power through and do your set no matter fucking what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter what. Yeah, the You're performance just like, is intact. And it's nothing compared to like, it's like nothing. Because, you know, if you had to do a drama That's or what I'm something saying. Like, like. You guys have done like, sat there and done monologues in front of like, like people who are just like, like on their fucking phones yeah. waiting for you to finish. Because they're not going to hire you. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. There's no way you're going to get it. They, they made their decision long ago before the audition ever started. And you're still doing your monologue in front of this hostile environment yeah. so you have this that's like this like ironclad training mm-hmm. that I, I i envy and also like you have the chops to to memorize to that degree yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. and so you can hit it just the way you want to hit it on the flip side of it sometimes when i see the acting guys like you i'll go You'll you'll go through it anyway, and you won't break the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like because you have this ability to power through. Yeah. And I just want to be like, just, 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 just bail, dude. Uh, just, just yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. look him in the eye and be like, yeah, you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, I mean, that's it's. Yeah, I think it's the true. The thing that I've been figuring out is when it's smaller rooms, when it's like a big fucking room, or it's a it's a theatrical space, uh-huh, uh-huh. like the new UCB, and you're on a fucking stage, and there's distance. And you can do have size without feeling overwhelming. Uh-huh. It's I'm like all my skills are here. Right, all my skills are right, right here. Right. But what's been the learning process is when you're in a small room, when you're intimate, you're um, in their face. When you it's a, a relationship, and I, I think you can figure it out. And I think like I have the skills to like get there faster. I for sure because it's like sure. okay, I just adjust, mm-hmm. make more eye contact, talk to them. Yeah. Uh, which I believe I've heard you say is your worst nightmare. <laughs> I've been working on it. Honestly, every time, like my big thing on stage, I'm like, oh, remember, just try to make some eye contact. Try to talk to them. That'll help if I'm looking <laughs> yeah, at them. Yeah. 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 Um, 
But yeah, it's definitely, I'm always going to be that big personality in general. That's why I got into theater in the first place. And mm-hmm. that'll just be a thing. I'll always be a bigger person. I've, I've yeah. tried to come up and be like, yo, so, um, and it's a disaster. <laughs> it's a fucking chill, chill disaster. Cool yeah. Chill cool guy. It's a disaster. Yeah, yeah. Why did you want to do anger as a particular theme? Um, I think, I think I had an angry dad. A dad who struggled with anger issues. And at the same time, it was always impotent anger. I mean, he was a loud guy. He still can yell like no one else, but he was never violent because I think he came from like people who were violent and, and decided not nuns to. who were violent mm-hmm. and like just programmed something or something in him just never had it. So he was always angry. I grew up, he was, he owned a company and he was always on the phone and just be like, fuck. I mean, I learned curse words when I was so young and I just grew up with dad in the next room yelling at people. Yeah. So there's something nostalgic about anger. <laughs> For me, and so I just I like love. Papa. I've, yeah, I've always loved. Yeah. Even as an actor, part of what I liked about acting was like, give me a mammoth scene where I go, you fucking cunt, because yeah. it's like I want to do it. Yeah, and you um, love like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah, and it's dangerous because I grew up in a place where you can yell What's and fighting isn't an Fuck option. You, that's like, my name. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But in New York, like when you yell, there can be consequences to it. You'll uh-huh. yell at if I, I live in Harlem, yeah. and like there's people you will yell at who will yell hit at you white back. people. What? Yell at white people. Yell at white people. people. We are made to be yelled at. (laughs) That's why we're on this earth. So (laughs) I think you grew up around a different kind of white people than I grew up around. No, (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. It's a little different story in Montana. Oh, you're talking about like Hell's Angels? (laughs) No, I'm talking about like I go home and there's a bar fight every fucking night. Hell yeah. Like, no, I grew up around those people too. Then what are you talking about? Maybe I think uh, more. White bread people tucked in shirt. You can yell at him all day. You can May- flick it. You can flick him in the ear until, just... until he mows people down with an AK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. Well, just don't bully people. I think my dad was just like the business person anger. I don't know. He grew up and he was in a gang, and she grew up in Chicago, uh-huh. and yeah. in New York, and you know his his dad kind of started another family and abandoned. It's so, like there was a, there was so much shit in his yeah. life. Do you find humor that. in him being angry, or do you find, or was it more scary? Um, oh God, there was always the pattern. Uh, it depends. I think there were two levels. I think, and I think uh, when we're talking about the levels here, uh, of like what's funny, uh-huh. where there was anger and it was safe, and then there was like a scary kind of anger, right? Yeah. And again, he never, he never hit. It never felt like that was a threat. Thank God, or maybe a better comic, who knows? But, <laughs> but like it, there was that level of like you're out of control. Uh-huh. And you're just like stuck here. That kind of cramp, the the Michael Richards motor. It's like you're stuck yeah. in a you're you're jammed in a place, and I don't know when it's gonna stop. Does that happen to you too, or do you have um, more of a control on? You say you I, said I you have, were doing therapy I have, stuff. I have some. I have tantrums for sure. Uh-huh. I have tantrums. I yeah. have. <laughs> um, yeah, and I feel like unfortunately the people who get closest to me, it's like part of oh. when I know I'm close with someone is when they see me have a tantrum mm-hmm. and part of it is people don't know you know i forget i'm a six i'm six foot four uh-huh. and like i recently was with someone you could be scary got, when you're angry yeah because you're yeah. strong and i got angry like and like person. i fucking like i had a I had a, some a food from roast and i just like smashed it in my hand uh-huh. and i think for the person there it's like scary because right. who knows what's, what's next, next after right, right, right i right, know right. that's the extent of it yeah yeah but i'm huge mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. i yeah i definitely struggle with that i do think that a lot 
so much of comedy just comes from anger so much and 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 it expresses in different ways and i'm i know i know that for me i just learned the 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 really damaging effect that my temper had on the people around me and on my life and so i went to a lot of counseling about it mm-hmm. and so now i'm to the point where i can literally go so uh i've lost my temper <laughs> I, I gotta I, got, I <laughs> have yeah I have to I'm, it's gonna take me about 20 minutes um, yeah. to come back down to earth I'm gonna have to go I need to like go for a walk or something and it's like it's just boiling rage but I'm like I don't want to get this on other people sure uh, <laughs> but it's also people can still feel it they're still just yeah. like, ah! <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's better than it was if yeah, I go yeah. really far I mean I think what happened with my dad when we would have fights it was always like big yelling fight Ultimately, he'd have more yelling power than me, and then I'd cry, and then we'd hug, and like so, like <laughs> most times, so I love cry. is entwined. Yeah, in oh, this for with sure, you. for sure. Um, I always feel like if I'm gonna be close with someone, we have to be able to fight in a way that's fun, in almost a comedy way, because. But like most times I cry as an adult, it is almost always has to be preceded by a huge anger uh-huh. and then something breaks and it's just like, I'm actually sad and I finally realize I'm just sad. I'm just, I'm just But like I have to go I'm through a fucking hurt. up and down yeah, anger yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's, it's, I think anger is for the most part, um, it's a result of an inability to manifest intent. You have some kind of intention. It's been thwarted in some way, and so you get angry about it. Um, or and and that intention just might be to be close with somebody, and then you you aren't, and so you feel hurt, and your intent you can't manifest it. So then you so then you get angry about it instead of being sad. Yeah. Right. And then eventually the anger fades, and then then what you're left with is that is, is the tears. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, so that's that's why comedy is. is that. <laughs> but that's I mean you know part of it is like Hug so I, I curse a lot on the train and it's probably embarrassing like that's if so someone funny. someone who employs me ever sees me it's not gonna be good I have to work on it uh-huh. but like what I love why I do anger and stand up sometimes is because I do love that idea that I can be angry in a way that I can share it with people yes. and I don't have to just do it alone in my room hitting my printer. For if sure. I can articulate it yeah. well, I've earned the right to express my anger because I've done it in a way that we can all... I have this yeah. image in my head of a giant pile of broken printers <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> and then a girl walks in and you're, just, and you're just like, oh, no, 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 that's just, it's a therapy thing. I don't... <laughs> that's, that's a struggle of having roommates because they come in, is everything Okay. Yeah, the paper got jammed. And like, oh my god, you were just <laughs> that is a scary. Yeah, when I watch uh, a like college basketball, like either the school I went to uh, school for, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. or or uh, UNC, I am like so angry, and it's so what? great. It's it's. I think I okay. Like no, no, not so angry. I'm so excitable, and that can lead to anger. Uh-huh. But. I've realized this, and not to quote the great film Fever Pitch too much. It's great to uh, to watch something, uh, invest your soul in something you can't control. Impotent and that's rage, impotent rage. Yeah, it's yeah. like I will be removed from this game as soon as it ends. I'll probably be happy or sad for a little bit, but I am just like I get like every emotion I could have during the day all out in this two hours. Like I'm gonna watch a game tonight, and it's very, it's very soothing. When you're done, you're just like, I'm done with that, 
and I got to like yell and I got to be yay and I got it's very interesting and I find stand up the same way uh, you get mad at the comic you get happy with yeah, the comic yeah, you're yeah, it's a roller yeah. coaster yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. know because they control it you do not and you don't control your emotion uh, emotional attachment to it speaking of let's play a little bit Gianmarco. of Gianmarco Ceresi's one of the best uh, comedians stand- in all of yeah. Firenze <laughs> <laughs> all right this is called registry um, and it is by our guest. Money's bad. <laughs> yeah. Money's bad because I'm at that age where like it, it feels like all my friends are getting married. Let me tell you, I would rather get more bills than another fucking wedding invitation. Right? Because right? at least the electric company lets you know how much this is going to cost you. Weddings, who the fuck knows? <laughs> <laughs> like one of my best friends is there. First there was the bachelor party, which was in New Orleans, which is great. Because I have always wanted to go to New Orleans for a day and a half. That was going to be so like ticket. The wedding itself, which of course wasn't where any of us lived. Because why make it convenient for some people when you can make it inconvenient for fucking everybody? <laughs> the part, oh, the part that upsets me the most, I gotta tell you, it's the registry. The registry. Oh, oh, you fell in love and now you want presents too? <laughs> One of the things my friend had on his registry for me to potentially buy him was a $250 whiskey decanter. <laughs> First of all, first of all, what the fuck is a decanter? And I know what a decanter is, but what the fuck? It's a bottle! You know what it does in a bottle? The whiskey! If you need a decanter and you're like, go fuck yourself, I need a registry. I need a registry. Listen, listen to me. I need it. I own one spoon. Several times a day because I eat a lot of cereal. <laughs> I own two towels. One is a hand towel I got for free at a New York Rangers game, and it is exclusively for wiping cum off my stomach. And the other, the other is jammed underneath my air conditioner so it doesn't fall out the window. <laughs> Uh, 
That's so funny. <laughs> God damn, dude. Yeah, that was great, man. Thank you. Oh, uh, God, you're like you okay? Bill Burr. You okay, yeah. Oh God, it was horrible. There's something about your cadence that's like if like Bill Burr and like Woody Allen had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, but they, just don't run it. <laughs> like you're just like it's like a stammer. You're one of these guys that's like so nice, and you're fucking boiling with rage. Yeah, you're so, much rage. so angry, and like you want to be nice. You yeah. so want to be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really funny because I'd, I'd seen you do a set, but you were not like that in the set. I yeah, said. yeah, it depends. I've seen you do two, and neither of them were like that. Yeah, that I one. could see your hand like doing this, like when you were like, um, oh, by the way, I'm doing the like the sweat on the brow kind of like angry wipe. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was very uh, nice controlled demolition anger. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, nice decanter takedown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, that's just one of those. That's just it's been. It's one of those I've had for a while. That just like I could feel it. It work. It, it's got to be like a bigger. If it's too intimate, that's an example of one too intimate. That like mm-hmm. it just feels like okay, buddy, calm it down. Uh-huh. And the oh, calm the down version just doesn't intimate. pop. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, but like once I'm really there and in black rooms, it, it works. It beca- it just oh, like because yeah. it's just like uh, it's so much. Yeah, and it's and again, I think when I did it, it was one of those things where people were like, yeah, we spend too much money on weddings yeah people get that and then i can really explore so Uh you're 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 focusing channeling and laser laser pointing anger right Mm -hmm. um with a larger crowd it's dispersed yeah but with a smaller crowd it's intimate and so you got to be careful because the emotional intensity of somebody right in the front row of an eight-person crowd while you are fucking going balls to the wall that's so much it's so much to take and you're like they can even be sitting there like this is funny but also i'm uncomfortable yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And so I, I um Rick Crom, who is a wonderful comedian, yeah. told me that he used to have this problem a lot. Um mm. and and he said that there's a way to be just as intense but smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he would just say he said just think about it in terms of the size of the room and just be small about it. Yeah. And I, I I still don't quite know what he means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I I think I do. Like you yeah. could do that same thing but maybe don't move quite as much. Maybe yeah, you just yeah, like yeah. stay in the same place. Yeah. Uh, stand and deliver a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's a volume thing. It's also just like this. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you're hurting yeah. our ears. Right. You're so close as right. opposed to just like, but you know, if you can doing that in like a big theater, mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it's nothing better. Mm-hmm. Oh, feel just sure. moist or crunchy. It just feels so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah. I, I And I, I like to how much you make yourself um, the underdog. And it's, again, it goes back to impotent rage is fucking funny. And how you, you're like, you're like, I have to go give you money. I'm poor. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah. Po- I have you. I have to. You're in love, and I have to give you money. I don't have money to wash myself. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what it's. It's like so. I it started with I was angry. A friend was getting married, and I'm like, I'm already paying money to go to this fucking wedding, and I'm buying more things. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, so that's the thing I'm angry about. And then it's connecting the points. Why is it angry? Why is it absurd? Because mm-hmm. I'm broke. Because you just found love. And you and you build your case right. with funny, and right. you make it funny. Right, yeah. and it, it's not enough to just be angry. People have to understand why you would be angry, and they don't even have to be angry about the same thing. 
yeah, but they yeah, have yeah. to see why you are. Yeah. Yeah. It has to make total sense because otherwise they're just like they're just like, no, nah, this person's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like the non-funny point is like you don't understand. I struggle with money. I don't really have a lot of things in the house. But then so one spoon like that mm-hmm. that that right. articulated right. in a way that just right. pops. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think that's what the development was from angry moment to building it out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How long how long have you been working on that bit? Oh, that baby's probably like it probably started two years ago, mm-hmm. in, and I, I for first time performed it in front of the people who had that fucking decanter uh-huh. on their on their thing. And then the baby registry is very recently because one of my you performed it for the people that actually had a yeah yeah. Decanter. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And it great. felt so good. Yeah. <laughs> what did they say? Did they laugh? Really? Um, yeah, she said it was one seventy five, and I said fuck that shit. It was two fifty. Yeah, it's two fifty. Yeah, I'm the one on stage. It's two fifty now. <laughs> yeah, um, but that that baby. Baby shower, which I'm still working on, that like happened a month and a half ago. My friend just had a baby, mm. and like getting that baby shower, right? She's like, "Why am I?" I really baby? like the I'll milk her myself and put it in the decanter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tie-in is craft. Yeah, I have I a really friend like Olga that. Namer who's a comic. Yeah, I know. Comic. Yeah. She she was the one who was like who was like bring back that decanter. Yep. And oh, tried it it's such those those connections make yeah, craft. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. really great. Mm. Like uh, Melanie, who will play in a little bit, is a fucking master at it. Yeah, so good, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Um, what, anything else about this bit that like, uh, why you wanted to play it today or like about the genesis of it or things that didn't work? It just, I mean, it definitely is one of those bits that I think I've, that's where I've really experienced what you, we were talking about with the smaller rooms being like, why doesn't it work here? But it crushes here. Mm -hmm, And it's because it's when I have not found that balance of, I make people feel safe or they Uh feel like they're dealing with a bad man. It's the same thing of when I like go into, and this is where I say, like it has to do with, I get angry and negative in life. And I can see when like I meet a new person and I express it in a way where they're like, Whoa, you are fucking negative and you're fucking like (laughs) too much. Or where you meet the person who is like, Oh, this is fun. And I'm Uh bringing you on the ride. Uh And Uh I don't just seem like a fucking schmuck. Uh And, uh, that's, that's the thing I have to discover sometimes uh-huh. with newer bits or just rooms that are small. And I intimate. think a thing we should do when uh, when an audience is coming into a venue, if it's like the show's the producer, it'd be like, um, uh, oh, welcome to the show. Uh, we're going to see you in a second. Who's your favorite comic? And if they're like like Bill Burr, it's like right up top. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's like, well, I really like Liza Schlesinger. We're going to put you in the back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a little much for audience you. Audience filtering. That's the, shit, the stuff that makes me laugh. I mean, why I love Bill Burr I, just when I see him, it's so f- I love it. I, yeah. It cannot be too much for me because I grew up yeah. with a dad who yelled like that. That's so like family. I'm like, I'll take yeah. the yelling it's and let's family. That makes me for laugh sure. If you yeah. really get under whereas if you go to a place that like like say you go to Minneapolis where it's just like the culture is just a little bit more muted, yeah, right? Yeah. Where it's like it's just it's it's people you know we don't talk like that. Like yeah, like you're gonna. I think there is with the bigger crowd. There's almost a safety in numbers. If I'm doing a show with in front of ten people, it's like. This madman could, you know, hurt five of us before the cops get here. If if I'm in front of three hundred people, they know that I'm impotent just in relation to the size yeah, of the yeah. room. Yeah. What yeah. am I gonna do? They can restrain you in a second, so yeah. it's all good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. if I'm right there, you're like, wow, he's tall and he's big, and and so it's a yeah, different he's a jumbo, feel. jumbo right. intruder. Again, it just comes right back to: is this feel okay? Say it's, sa- it's you know, safety. When you lose safety, it's over. You uh-huh. said in black rooms it works really well. Yeah, I know why. 
It's because in black rooms or a, a culturally white thing is to reserve, be reserved yeah. and not express your emotion. Yeah. There's a lot of black comics that Richard Pryor, we played on Cyrus's episode is uh, an example. He's like, I think it's funny when white people like try to get angry and curse. And it's like, get yeah, pecker heads. Like, and yeah, yeah, just like yeah. does a bunch of weird, but you just showing all your rage. Mm -hmm. Black people would love yeah, yeah, that yeah. in that room. Uh -huh. Be like, oh, dude, white guy losing his mind My, over hey, a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I did yeah. a, a lounge so at DC funny. Improv and like, I loved, it was it was the the stuff about President of Fitness Challenge, but to his table, he was like, that guy's going through something. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just an audience member when I was in DC oh, at a show. He's like, he's going through something, man. I'm like, that's yes, funny. that's what I want. Yeah. It's I, funny when the audience you, gives you a tag. Almost. Yeah, right. Or like it just like yeah, heightens yeah, yeah. the joke, but not because I heard it. You know, he whispers like, "Yeah, I am." Yeah, yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get to witness if I can witness an implosion, and you feel safe because it's within myself that I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, people. Well, I like mean, that's that. the difference. That's like, is am I imploding or am I exploding? I can implode uh, in a small room, and it's fine. But if I explode in a small <laughs> yeah, room, yeah, it gets yeah. all over everybody. It's fuck, it's the emotional Gallagher. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Come on, let's talk about sex. This next bit is by John Mulaney. It is from his album New in Town from 2012, and it's called Delta Airlines. <laughs> my girlfriend's wonderful, though. I listen to everything my girlfriend says. I don't mean she bosses me around. I just listen to everything she says because before I had a girlfriend, I never had someone who's always standing next to me who can just point out obvious things that are happening. <laughs> Like, we'll be in a restaurant, and my girlfriend will be like, you ordered your food an hour ago. It should be here by now. And I'm like, yeah, it should. <laughs> it's like having a lawyer for everyday life. <laughs> She'll be like, the bus driver shouldn't talk to you that way. And I'm like, no, he shouldn't. <laughs> Before I had a girlfriend, I had no standard for how I should be treated as a human being. You could do anything to me. I was just like a young Motown singer. I was just shiny and dumb and easy to trick. I was like, oh man, you gonna give me a whole hundred dollars for all of my songs? Where do I sign, Mr. Barry Gordy? <laughs> And now when I'm not with my girlfriend, you can still do anything to me. I will tolerate any treatment. Like I travel alone sometimes, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll put up with anything. You know? Like I'll book a ticket on some garbage airline. You know, I don't want to name an actual airline, so let's just make one up. Let's call it like Delta Airlines. So I'll book a ticket <laughs> on Delta Airlines. And I'll show up at the airport. And I go, can I get on the plane now, please? And they go, no, it's delayed nine hours. <laughs> And then I come out of the bathroom and I go, any updates? And they go, yeah, we took off while you were in the bathroom because we hate you. Now take this meal voucher that doesn't work. Go fetch. And I go, oh, okay. And I go over to the Wolfgang Puck Express and I go, can I have a sandwich, please? And they go, no. And I go, oh, okay. And they go, you're a little fat girl, aren't you? And I go, no. And they go, say it. And I go, I'm a little fat girl. And then I go over to the Delta help desk, which is an oxymoron, and I go, can I please go home on an airplane? And they go, no. In fact, we're going to frame you for murder. And you're going to go to jail for 30 years. And I go, why are you doing this to me? And they go, because we're Delta Airlines. Life is a fucking nightmare. But with my girlfriend, she would just be like, let's see if Southwest has any flights. <laughs> 
All right. Oh, All right. so good. I love that bit. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. <laughs> so it slipped by me the first time I listened to his album. And yeah. then when the Netflix special came back out, I was watching it and I just like, I think food fell out of my mouth. And as I watched, there's physicality that's going on that, of course, you can't see. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it, here's why I love this. This man is fucking furious. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He is so livid. Yeah, this is he probably happened something similar to multiple something like multiple times. Yeah, right. He flies all the time. Yeah. Um, he is so angry at this situation, and yet you can't tell. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? He puts all of the indignation of the situation off onto his girlfriend mm-hmm. makes himself a child yeah. that just goes along with all the horrible treatment while he makes Delta into a monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm watching as he channels this rage through brilliant writing and, per- and just pitch perfect performance yeah. to the point where you can't even tell that he is has lost his temper over this situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it slips, slips by me. I'm just like, I don't even know he's mad. Yeah, but he's so angry. Mm-hmm. He's naming Delta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's clearly like, <laughs> he's fuck going, this corporate yeah. fucking shithole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm trying. Like, I'm thinking about like, oh, what would it be like if Bill Burr complained about an airplane? You know, it would be like fucking, and then they do this, and yeah. then they do this, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he he would always be the aggressor. But it's right? like Melanie's almost like. Oh, you should go to therapy because it's just like, and then I said this and they did this. I mean, he, the way he internalizes that anger is just so different. It's so different. And maybe he can't, maybe he, maybe he wasn't raised with the, the, you know, people who were raised with people that taught them how to yell and let out that anger in a certain way. And then this is someone who maybe wasn't given the tools to let out anger. So it just becomes the, and then they became a monster. And then they told me you're a fat little girl. Aren't yeah. you? And I said, yes, I am. Yeah. And it's, it's such a different, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. He talks about that a lot in his act. So how he was raised by these very reserved lawyer parents yeah. and how, and he talks about how he doesn't, um, he, he wasn't raised in a, he was raised by, he's Irish Catholic and that in, uh, that, that, that they hold in all their feelings. He has a joke earlier and I think where it's like, they're like, uh, if, if your child dies, you're just like, well, bury the boy. <laughs> bury the boy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. So, um, so he, he establishes that much earlier, uh-huh. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's still playing off his character here, but this is like the most impotent rage I, I, can think of yeah i was just like here is a person who is not even capable of expressing their own needs and has to put it on their girlfriend or now wife to do it yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god it's funny <laughs> and he, he for anyone else anyone and it's a fucking airplane bit it's yeah. an airline bit yeah yeah and yet it's fresh. And he's not like sarcastic or anything like that. It's nope. like, yeah, I'll just eat these tiny peanuts. It's like, no. it's like, oh, and also. Here's a meal voucher that doesn't work. Go okay. Fetch. Yeah. Go fetch. <laughs> go fetch. Early on in the bit, he goes, it, like, we're, they, he, he's talking to them. I know the standard for being treated as a human being. That's Yeah, huge. that's his thesis line. Yeah. Yeah. I love that And so he really much. develops it because that first sentence he says. It's, I, you don't fully get what he's saying. Yeah, that yeah. first premise, and I'm sure he you know, fine-tuned like it as best Like the bus driver stuff, yeah. But even the first line, he's like, I don't know. Uh, when I have a girlfriend, she just calls out things that Points are happening. Points out obvious things that are happening. And you're like, 
Okay, okay. What do you okay. mean? And yeah. then like yeah, you're right. He builds it in there, and uh-huh. I'm sure it was tough because he didn't fully capture that first line, but yeah. he knew how to get us there for sure right. and understand it. He maintains a childlike innocence that is a cloak for wrath, mm-hmm. right? Where he's like, he's just like, you, you ordered your food an hour ago. It should be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or the the the, the he bus makes driver. himself so stupid, yeah, and so gullible, and, and like and like a victim of abuse, like uh-huh. just the kid in school that would do anything the bullies told him to do, right? And it's a perfect character to just vent his shit. And that's out. what's amazing when he gets so silly and when he says we're going to accuse you of yeah, murder because that's the thing I could see like being like okay, and then I go to the help desk and what's the worst thing they could yes. say? Oh, I'll go. Cra- I'll say something insane. Yeah, you know, because you could easily be like, and then they're like, "Your bag, we threw it away." Yeah, no, and it's just yeah. like, we're gonna no, frame the- you for murder. You're gonna go away for thirty years. Why are you doing? Why are you doing? He finally calls out. <laughs> Look, there's there are all these little things he does too. Like at the very beginning, I didn't, I never saw it until I saw the 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 Netflix special. But the very beginning, when he talks to the help desk, they go. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you showed me that. The yeah, f- yeah that's it, big. It's so big, it, and it, it doesn't come through on the audio. But like watching him just take a moment and and act out spitting on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then you're just like, oh, we're in Playtown. Like this yeah, is yeah, about yeah. to get super absurd. Yeah, that would be Playtown. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like, and I also like they. They're like, say you're a little fat girl. No, <laughs> say, say it. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little, little fat girl. girl. Yeah. Also, the juxtaposition, uh, juxtaposition of uh, uh, voices, like ever, like that yeah. his voice and uh-huh. no, <laughs> and it's like angry. Yeah, oh, man, yeah, right. He has a f- couple voices for himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's playing multiple characters in this. Yeah, he plays his girlfriend. He plays, he, plays he, four he, or five characters. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. I love it. Like Bill Burr, he his voice for everyone he doesn't like is just like I'm talking like this, and it's like yeah, a yeah. kind of a millennial type of thing. Yeah. And I love how each comedian just has like they, some of them don't have too many voices in the canon. Yeah, right? yeah and yeah. so this is annoying person voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Mulaney, he's got a bunch in there. He's yeah. just unfucking real. All right, so this next bit is by Mary Mack, and this is her Conan from 2016. Thanks. To be here. Um, I have two degrees in clarinet, so that's why I do comedy. Uh, <laughs> clarinet never came in handy for anything unless maybe like you're driving and then you hit a deer and uh, you don't have a crowbar in your trunk to put it out of its misery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, last time I hit a deer, uh, I had my clarinet with me and pff, I only got through like two songs and he was out. <laughs> yeah. That's how good I am. <sighs> well, I love doing shows in L.A. I was sick of people other places appreciating me for what's on the inside. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, well, I know, I... Northern Wisconsin, you know, I gotta wear a lot of makeup just to look plain. <laughs> I, can't. I don't, I don't fit 
garden. And then there's always some yoga hoodlum here. Who, they're giving me bad Zen advice like, oh, Mary, you got to live in the now. Live in the now. Like, what am I, a superhero? <laughs> the now, that's like... <laughs> you don't even know in the now is till a little bit after the now. <laughs> like sometimes several days go by before I realize it's now. <laughs> and then, oh, that was the worst applause break ever on this show. <laughs> Tall drink of water over there, huh? <laughs> Andy Richter. <laughs> All right, uh, San Francisco people. Oh, why, why can't you just say what town you're from? They're, they're, they're always like, oh, I'm from the Bay Area. So, so, so I, I always say, oh, yeah, you from Green Bay? <laughs> pretentious just to claim two very vague geographical features for yourself. <laughs> Bay and area. Oh, when, when people yeah, when, when people ask me where I'm from, I don't say inland and expect them to know. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, sometimes I will say, oh, I'm from the woods. Uh, but I'm rarely snooty about it. Rarely. <laughs> My mom still lives in the woods. She's had two heart attacks up there in private already. And she, <laughs> she cured them with aspirin and hot brandy. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Brandy, it, it's, a, it's a natural remedy. Like, I wouldn't call her alcoholic. I'd call her alcoholistic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, guys, some people don't believe in Western medicine. Uh, some people don't even like antidepressants, but for a while, my mom was taking them, and I felt great. <laughs> Good. 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 Oh. Some of you know. just found out I was pregnant, yeah, uh, with, uh, with rage. Oh, oh God. I, I am storing up anger, and the lady who I pay to listen to me talk says, um, actually, the lady who the government pays to listen to me talk, yeah. somebody got a grant for being unstable. <laughs> It's easy. Anybody can do it. Uh, th things could be worse. Remember that. I, I one time I knew this gal who was born with her thumb and her index finger stuck together, just like that. Yeah, like everything's okay, but not, not really. Yeah, and her other hand was frozen, the thumbs up position. So this poor gal can never have a bad day. Sometimes I have more fun in my head than 
<laughs> Most of the people. Uh, well, let me leave you on some uh, parting advice, if I could. Uh, don't ever let people walk on you, okay? Uh, I, got a, I got a new motto. <clears throat> I am not the victim. You want to try it? Yeah? Ready? And I am not the victim. I am the killer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I love her so much. Uh, why'd you pick the bit, man? I just love that, that you can tell the root. It was, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, it's. Like a lot of comedians, like the root, you could tell she was angry, but she is such like an endearing charm uh-huh. and lightness to her, it's and it just safe. Con- it's so you never feel like even when she's like, "Why don't you tell people what town you're from?" Uh-huh. She's literally yelling at them, uh-huh. she's yeah. screaming at them, uh-huh. and she's upset with them. But it's like, huh, huh, huh. there's some people. Like we talking about that are funny when they're angry. Mm-hmm. There's some people we can't take seriously when they're angry. Uh-huh. And I think she harnesses that. Yeah. And like, I bet if she's actually angry, she could like, I mean, she clearly had some issue with right. mental health at a certain point that led to her getting psychiatric evaluation. But I mean, like I, it's so light, but the content is just like these, like she says the thing about yoga hoodlums giving me bad Zen advice. Uh-huh. It's like, you're giving you're t- like, which another comic would be like, you're so full of shit. You're not living in the now. Cause that's like impossible. Right. But she doesn't present. do that. No, she's just like, uh, zip, uh, zip. It's just like weird noises. Yeah. And if you, I, I really, uh, I hope the listeners watch this cause it's kind of visual. Oh, she's I so think funny. it translates audio wise, but the, what what she's doing with her body and like she's just like very it's a very present late night set which you don't get a lot of a lot of them is very like oh wait for the applause break like she literally shits on the applause she break she chastises yeah. the audience yeah it's like that's the worst applause break ever uh-huh. on the show and then they were going oh sorry let's just do it again and then kind <laughs> of like makes fun of conan or like makes him the butt of a joke yeah, and yeah, he yeah. loves it like it's just She's capable of being like so mean and kind of cruel and uh, kind of vengeful. Uh huh. But you never for a second feel that from her. Why do you think that is? I think it's because of how um, she's removed from whatever it was upsetting her. That's Mm -hmm. the first thing. And also, just there is that X factor of like. I I think that's a little too. I don't want to. I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't want to say X factor because it almost says it's it relegates it to mysticism. Mm -hmm. I I don't and I don't want to do that. I want to be able to analyze it. Like 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 what is that X factor? What is what is the thing? It's I, I think it's that she's a woman. I think it's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that she's extremely feminine. You can hear her smile. Yes, yeah, you can yeah. hear her smiling. Yeah, yeah. Um, her voice is very high, and so it's almost like you would use to talk to a baby. Yeah, well, yeah. I also think you're it's right. Like, and again, maybe off, maybe off stage, you see her in the stream. She's, it does what I do. Is just go fuck, motherfucker. But like when you see someone get angry so. and they seem to have physical limitations off their ability to express it mm-hmm. you almost see kind of the funniness of someone like smashing their head against the window because they're just like trying they're angry but their voice only goes this high i mean it's like what jerry cracks in his voice because he can't get any more uh, as opposed to the guy who can go like fuck mother i mean he just like he cracks yeah, and he yeah. can't go uh, and i think there's a humor i didn't realize in- that was a crack but you're yeah. right. That's uh, correct. Uh, it's yeah. yeah. I'm and, angry. <laughs> and so I think there's a humor in seeing that person press against their own physical vocal yeah. limits. And uh, hers are so tiny yeah. that like there's humor in her saying she's pregnant with rage. And mm-hmm. if it feels oh, at least whether persona or not, it feels like, oh, that's the 
angry as she can appear to be. And I love that she kind of like she the the reason I picked her is be, is is for you know the entirety of the set. But when she says I'm pregnant with rage, yes. it's like yes, you are exactly the person I know who would never say peep about anything you're feeling uh-huh. until it just explodes out. Uh-huh. It's like it like hits a breaking. She point. she is if she weren't on stage doing that, she would have a blog. I think this goes back to what you were saying even about, I think one of the downsides about being an actor is that I was taught first how to open up all those physical walls, all those vocal walls. So like I have, there aren't those same limitations where some comics, if they're just coming up through stand-up comedy, I mean, they are dictated by who they are as a person, who they grew up to be, whatever weird accent they have, whatever weird voice. I went through, you know, how do you talk normally? How do you talk resonantly? I can be as loud as I want, as soft as I want. Uh And I think sometimes that allows me... They have, like, an identity and you never formed one. Exactly. Yeah. I can artificially manipulate (laughs) it. And if I do it poorly, you can see the manipulation. But someone who hasn't had vocal training, that's them talking because they can't talk in any other voice. Yeah. That's Uh, them, 100%. And so... So they actually, in a way, they found their voice because they arrived with their voice. Sure. If she had gone to, let's say she got a BFA in acting, she might have been able to learn how to yell and get angry. So when she got angry, she could be louder. But this is who she is. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's all dictated by her own confines. And so it feels like you're seeing her. Yeah. yeah. Who she is. Oh, that's so great. There's an authenticity to it. That's funny. Come on. Let's talk about sex. So, hey, a huge guest to Jean-Marco Sorensen. Say a huge guest? A huge... Did I? Yeah. A huge guest. <laughs> a huge guest. This is a huge guest. John Marco guest Cerisi. Thank you. Cerisi. Cerensi. Yeah. Cerensico. All right. Cerensico. Oh, boy. A huge thanks to our guest, John Marco Cerensi. Yeah, did I? Is it perfect? You nailed it. Oh my god, I I can be taught. So uh, a couple plugs. You've got your your weekly show at the pit that we at the pit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. last laugh Sundays, right? At, yeah, eight to nine thirty Sundays at the pit underground. It's an awesome show. I've yeah, been to it a few very, times. Very, very it's fun. wonderful, and the lineup is getting better and better. It's so cool. Uh, you also have a new weekly show, Snug Snug. Uh huh. Yeah. That's Fridays at ten p.m. at, at the, the pit, pit attic. attic. It's right? very tight, so I have to work on being. Nice. Nice mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you got to tone it down. <laughs> uh, and you have a sketch series? Uh, I have a sketch series that I spent all that General Electric money on. I should have saved a little more called Matza Pizza. Uh-huh. Uh, M-A-T-Z-A, P-I-Z-Z-A. Um, that, I'm on a sketch team called Uncle Function that performs at the pit. Oh, nice. Sweet. So, you can, I would love to see that. Yeah. You can uh, you can follow Gianmarco Sarekasi at... Uh, <laughs> you can, it's on, at my name, conveniently <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, uh, and that'll be in the show notes. Gianmarco Sarekasi uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and his website as well. And then um, if you want to find out more about our guests, please head over to letstalkaboutsets.com. Check out all the stuff in the show notes. We've got plenty of fun stuff in there. You can check out our other episodes or Organized by theme and blah 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 blah. So uh, special thanks to the impotent rage of Bill Burr uh, <laughs> to 
Sam Kinison and for his... For being tone deaf. Yeah, for being <laughs> tone deaf now. Uh, to Mary Mack. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. What a wonderful yeah, set. Yeah. And to John John Mulaney's utter inability to express yeah. <laughs> anger uh, in a direct way. And, of course, I mean, a big shout out. S to the P. Yeah. 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 We, we love, love you yeah. so much. And, um, hey, come on over. we got back rubs for you. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, thanks, thanks, everybody. Bye. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets.